This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Vibrant Raw Living. I'm your host, Victoria Madian. Join me on a journey of discovering your infinite potential. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I'm going to talk about enjoying your solitude and how to cope with feelings of loneliness. A few episodes ago, I talked about healthy reasons to get into a relationship, but today I want to talk about ways to have a healthy relationship with yourself and deal with some of those sometimes emotions of loneliness, feeling like we want somebody else or whatever. You can always be your own best friend, and I think taking care of that relationship first is really important before you can be in a healthy relationship. I know it's kind of cliche and people say that a lot, but I do really think that it's something that serves people. And I think that there's ways to enjoy your solitude and avoid feeling lonely and going into negative behaviors and allowing that to be maybe a trigger that makes you spiral into depression or feelings of sadness or intense loneliness. There are ways to enjoy that time that you have with yourself and use it as a place and a time of growth and expansion in a lot of different ways. I think when you're able to enjoy your own company, you're more pleasant to be around with other people and you're able to just enjoy your life a little bit more. I know sometimes it can feel really nice to feel appreciated by another person But sometimes if we don't have a relationship to invest that type of energy in, even if we're in a relationship, it's always important to give yourself that appreciation and allow yourself to feel good about yourself. You know, compliments don't always have to come from other people. It's okay to love yourself and acknowledge positive things about yourself. And although I feel like we live in a society that's driven off of, you know, with social media being what it is, likes and, you know, comments and people giving attention to your life, I think if you are giving yourself that attention and you're doing things from a place of sharing because it's what feels authentic to you and you like it, then what anybody else thinks about it isn't really going to be you know, that big of a deal, you know, and if you're able to build that strength inside of yourself, it'll allow you to have thicker skin and stay truer to what you want to do in your life and go in a direction of your life that's more authentic as well. You'll pursue things because you want to do them, not to impress other people. You'll do things from a place of, you know, enjoying them rather than feeling like you need to do it with another person. You know, it's just if you enjoy it, you don't need to check your opinions with other people to make sure it's okay or anything like that. Like if you're not hurting anybody and it's a positive thing, then why not go in that direction? Why not allow yourself to experience that? I think interdependence is very important when you're in a relationship, not to be super dependent on anyone or anything for your happiness. 
and it's okay to enjoy our independence. I feel like sometimes people feel like if they're not in a relationship or they don't have like a specific, I don't know, like type of security in their life with that, then there's like an anxiety about it. And I think if you're in a wrong relationship for you, it can cause just as much anxiety. I feel like sometimes people get into relationships because they're seeking that approval in another person or seeking validation in their another person. But sometimes we forget that we're able to give that to ourselves any time of day and we don't really need to look to another person in order to do that in our life. And that's enjoying independence and being secure in your own skin and knowing that you deserve to be loved and be loved by yourself. Some of the things that I've learned to do over the years really stemmed from a place of self-discovery and a little bit younger. I have to say when I was in middle school, and I think I've talked about this before, I was around a lot of, you know, People were starting to, you know, quote unquote, date and have boyfriends and girlfriends and all that type of stuff when I was in middle school. And probably many of you can relate. Um, and maybe some of you even did that. And that's fine. For me, during that time, I acknowledged that some of my peers, I would either be involved in conversations or overhear conversations where there was like drama and people just being like, oh, he just doesn't understand me. I don't know, like, what's going on? And I think that was, like, a really big insight for me. For some reason, when I heard, you know, one of my friends say that and talk about her relationship at the time in that way, and I was like, wow. Okay, so she's in this relationship, and she's expecting somebody to understand her. Then introspectively looking at myself, I was like, well, I don't even know. Like, I know that I like certain things, but maybe I should get to know myself before I expect somebody else to. So that was a catalyst, in all honesty, for me learning a lot of different things about myself. I learned to enjoy my own company. I would you know, do things that I really liked. And it was a way for me to have an outlet for my happiness. And of course, like I spent time with friends and, you know, was involved in a lot of social activities and all this type of stuff. But I feel like I've been the type of person over the years that really seeks out good people and good friends to have in my life. And that's something that's always been of great importance to me, whether I am in a relationship or not. So I think that allowing myself to go places and meet new people has been a part of that process. So when I was about 16, 17, had my driver's license and I could go anywhere that I want to, one of my favorite places was going to the beach. And there's a few specific beaches that I like going to in San Diego. And I would just take a bag, a towel, you know, a little swimsuit cover up and maybe like a book or some music and just go down to the beach. And the beaches that I like to go to are a little bit more private. They're a little bit more like locals only type of stuff. They're not loaded with people. So, um, you know, it would just be nice to like go down there and have some alone time, be able to go in the water, not really be surrounded by any type of modern um, surroundings like buildings or, 
you know, businesses or anything like that. It's just really just be engulfed in nature and go swim in the water by myself and just enjoy diving under the waves, swimming in the ocean, just being really present with my environment and spending time with myself in that place. You know, it was sort of like a form of meditation for me. And it's something that I'm really grateful that I've been able to go back to over the years during times where I have experienced stress or like I just haven't felt like myself or whatever, because we all go through times like that where things all of a sudden, whether unexpectedly get really hectic or if there's certain times of, you know, our life where things just get a little bit crazy, you know, it's nice to have those things to go back to because there's sometimes like another person can't necessarily fix that for us. We have to do the work to find what's going to make us happy. And that's just our responsibility to do that. So oftentimes during my little excursions of going out and like discovering new things, I would meet and still to this day, like meet pretty cool people that are either doing the same thing or, um, you know, are interested in having a conversation or talking and, you know, you just get to meet new people, which also happens when I'm with friends as well. But I don't feel obligated to be in a group situation in order to feel comfortable doing that. I'm pretty comfortable in my own skin and who I am, and I don't mind introducing myself to somebody and getting to know them and talking with them about their life. Um, You know, I feel like that's one of the great things about being alive and getting to experience being alive is that you get to connect with other people. So I find that when I am in a place of solitude or enjoying my own independence, I get an opportunity to just do that by myself. I feel like sometimes involving another person um, in our life when we want to spend time with them or um, if we want to spend time with ourselves, but we're with another person, it can always add a different dynamic to the whole experience. Sometimes it's positive, sometimes it's negative. If you bring a person along and they're complaining a lot and they just, you know, want to leave or they're kind of not being really responsible with their energy and how it might be affecting another person. It can kind of be an unpleasant experience. But at the same time, if you bring somebody who's like really open-minded and curious and like, you know, really interested in whatever you have to share with them, even if it might not be their favorite thing to do, that can be a really positive experience too. So it's like there's always two sides to that coin But I find that when I get the experience to spend time with myself um, in those circumstances, there's obviously like a little bit more control that you have over the duration of time that you want to spend places or doing things, what you may want to, um, you know, eat. Like I know I, I don't mind going out to like places that are like vegan cafes or like raw vegan places. Um, and, you know, meeting people there who are maybe all by themselves because, you know, for me, nobody in my family is vegan. I do have a lot of vegan friends that live in San Diego, but sometimes just my schedule doesn't coordinate with them, but I still want to go out and have a good time and enjoy myself. And, um, you know, I get to meet cool people along the way. This weekend I was just out of town and I went to one of my favorite restaurants on the way back from... Um, Anaheim where I was for a dance convention and 
I met this woman who was visiting from San Francisco, and she was just in town for a couple days. She had been at OHI, which is Optimum Health Institute in San Diego, for about five weeks doing a juice fast. And her and I were both waiting for our to-go orders to pick them up, and we had both like ordered a few things to eat in the restaurant as well. And it was like, you know, I just sat down next to her waiting for the order in the little bar area and not really even knowing anything about her. And um, when I heard what she was ordering and it was all raw vegan stuff, I was like, oh, like, are you raw vegan? And she was like, yeah. And so we ended up being able to connect with that. And we had an awesome conversation. And, you know, she talked about, you know, she's a little bit older than I was, but, you know, we were just able to talk about what it's like um, to experience being raw vegan in our different areas of where we live, like what her experience at the Optum Health Institute was like, and just, you know, take interest in each other's lives and kind of relate on certain topics. And so it was like a really nice um, encounter. And, you know, I'll probably never see her again, which is totally fine, but um but it was it was just nice to be able to experience that. I don't know, like if I had gone there with a group of people or with a date or something, then I don't know if I would have been able to meet this person and have, you know, a nice conversation with them and just enjoy their company. So it's nice to be able to have those opportunities where you can just open up and, you know, be comfortable with yourself and talk with another person in that same way. And really not feel like obligated to wrap up the conversation or anything like that. You know, you can just speak from a really, you know, honest and authentic place and um, get to know somebody on a different level. I think obligations tend to increase as we get older. You know, when people get married or have children or have a high stress um, job and that may require a ample amount of time to, you know, be fulfilled, you know, and once you bring like children and, you know, other family members and things like that into the mix, sometimes the amount of time available for yourself decreases as you get older. And as wonderful as building a family can be, I do think that that was something I acknowledged at a young age was like, I have to, you know, there's this whole concept of when you're younger, you want to be like, oh yeah, like YOLO, like you only live once, live your life to the fullest. For me, like living my life to the fullest is like, I want to completely expand my knowledge of myself and fully feel as alive as I possibly can. For me, that never involved drugs or alcohol or anything like that. It always really involved a lot of things like activities and like dance and like rock climbing, getting out into nature, trying new active things or even different like meditation type things. And, um, you know, I think it's nice to have a range of different things and a range of different options, coping mechanisms and tools to go to when you are feeling isolated or really alone that you can go to so that you can make that time in your life enjoyable rather than allowing it to take you into like a sad place where you might be victimizing yourself or feeling bad about your situation. I think in every moment, we always have the option to treat ourselves well, whether that's the food we're putting in our body, the type of exercise we are engaging with, if we're meditating, we're just taking time to spend time with ourselves, do something that we like to do. Maybe we have, 
you know, guilty pleasure reality TV show that you like to watch or, um, you know, there's just something random that you like to do that makes you happy that's like that's good for you. Um, you know, I feel like a tip that I was given by somebody who has had a very big impact and influence on my life, you know, she just told me to go out into life, explore, get lost, find my way back and learn and grow and learn about myself in the process and just, you know, don't stay in a safe bubble your whole life trying to prevent anything bad happening because I really feel like overthinking can make a lot of those thoughts of loneliness and sadness even in more like intensified. So sometimes I feel like when you're in that state, it's okay to like go inside, meditate, journal, like do whatever you need to do to allow that feeling to be expressed. I know for sometimes like when I can't really put what I'm feeling into words, all I want to do is dance. So I just put on music, whatever I feel like dancing to, and I just move around and I let it out and I allow myself to feel whatever I need to feel. And sometimes it's just like the physical exhaustion that I need to like feel like to get it out of my system or sometimes it's just like listening to the music and putting the feelings into my body and like letting it out that gets my mind off of thinking about the maybe pattern of thought that I might be stuck on so it's just like learning how to change direction and change your mood with the tools that you have available to you and um you know, it can be really, really nice to have that option to do that and just tune into yourself and allow yourself to feel free in those times. You don't necessarily always have to have other people around you in order to dance. You don't have to be in a dance class. You don't have to be in a club. Like, you don't have to have a partner. You can just dance by yourself and, like, live your life. I think a lot of times people, especially during, like, the holiday season, for some reason— I mean, it's typically, I guess, traditionally, a lot of people call it cuffing season when they're trying to, like, seek out a relationship during, like, the winter holidays, I guess, which I've always found kind of funny. But, you know, I feel like we cannot ever lose sight of the fact that the most important relationship we have is with ourselves. Whether we see other people in happy relationships and choose to be happy for them or, you know, our inner happy relationship ourselves, or if we don't have that, and there might be feelings of, you know, sadness around that, that we can't give love to another person, it's okay to give love to yourself, it's okay to appreciate yourself, and you don't have to feel like you need to be anything other than what you are. I think if you're able to just fill yourself up with that love and light that can be positive for your life, then that will attract better circumstances into your life as time goes on. And, um, you know, when you're happy and fulfilled, like you can share that with other people. So if you take the time that you have available to you, you know, it's like it's fine to binge on Netflix every once in a while on certain shows or something but at the same time it's like why not go out and like explore and like learn new things and get out and be social and if that's something that seems super intimidating for you 
why not look into that? Why not look at what things are holding you back? Like what limiting beliefs are holding you back from wanting to experience a different kind of lifestyle and experience a different side of yourself? I feel like at the end of the day, we always have to take responsibility for finding our happiness and creating our happiness. There are times where I feel like if things aren't going smoothly in our lives, sometimes we need to have somebody like a friend or a mentor or an advisor of some sort to just like let it out and vent to them and just be like, sometimes it just feels good to let it out. But when that becomes our daily existence and our main pattern of behavior, and we're really not able to move past those times and those feelings, that's when it can be a little bit, you know, too much. And we all have responsibility for creating our own happiness and finding the things that will allow us to be happy. You know, I think like we don't always end up with like the best circumstances and that's sometimes a gift because we get to learn in those times how to make the best out of that situation that isn't perfect. You know, when it comes to food, I feel like I have a lot of respect for cultures that have been able to make a variety of recipes out of the ingredients that are from like around where they live, even if maybe some of those things aren't vegan or they aren't like raw, organic, whatever, you know, like not all the communities in the world have access to that type of stuff. And a lot of the older recipes and more traditional recipes of certain cultures come from making the best out of what you have. And I feel like that's something I've always really respected about getting to learn about a lot of different cultures is the process of being able to do that. And we can apply that in our life in a lot of different ways. We can pick something that is good and make something good out of it and get creative with it and use our gift of creativity to make something positive out of the experiences that we're dealing with in our life and find our way through it rather than let it completely, you know, just swallow us into a place where it feels impossible to get out of. And it's always okay to like reach out to people if you need assistance or guidance or help but I mean, I really do feel like if we're able to tap into our inner guide, then we really know what we have to do. I really never feel obligated to tell people what to do with their lives. And I know that at the end of the day, people will always make their own decisions. I just feel like sometimes wording something a certain way might resonate with people or might allow them to connect to a feeling that they haven't been able to process or put into words and it might make sense for them you know if I say it a certain way but at the end of the day you have to tailor your life to yourself I had the fortunate gift of being in class with Tice Diorio this past weekend and we had a great class and he talked with the students that were in the class about taking the choreography that he was giving us and tailoring it to our bodies, tailoring it to us and doing things in such a way that felt good to us. You know, if we wanted to take a certain portion of the choreography a little bit slower or accent something a little bit differently, 
to take the responsibility to do that. And if, you know, we try it one time and we didn't like that or we watch somebody else approach the choreography a little bit differently and we want to give that a try to just do it and to live that way. You know, we have to tailor our life and live our lives according to our own rules. It's something that's very liberating to be able to feel and we can live in a society that might have certain norms. We can, you know, have certain boundaries and certain structures in our life that allow us to express ourselves in that way and in or in certain ways in a variety of ways. You know, using dance as an example, being able to take choreography and do what you want with it is a really liberating experience when you can just let go of having to impress anybody or needing to look uniform in a group setting and you can just go in, absorb it, and use the routine as a way to let out more of who you really are and approach it in such a way where you're able to let out more of who you really are and experience more of who you really are. When Tice was giving us this piece or this phrase of choreography of movement to work through, it was coming from his own creative space. So in a sense, he's taking his candle and using that to light our candles. And that allows us to connect with that place with inside of ourself and how we connect with that place might not be the same as somebody else but the opportunity for that connection is always there so during times of solitude or loneliness or times where we are alone as much as it can be an opportunity to sulk and feel bad about ourselves and victimize ourselves and be like boohoo poor me i'm all alone you know, instead, you can use that time as a really a time to enjoy because there may not be times in your life in your future where you're able to have that time alone, where you're able to have that solitude and just kick your feet up and relax, listen to music, light a candle, light some incense, you know, do whatever makes you happy in that time and feel okay with it. You don't have to feel bad about it, you know? Just use it as a time where you really get to enjoy yourself and your body feeling alive, your mind, your emotions, and use that time as a time of growth. Let go of any limiting self-beliefs and allow yourself to try new things. Live full out and just be you because that's always good enough. And when you're comfortable in your own skin, owning your mistakes, owning who you are as a person, you can live in such a way that is far more fulfilling and enjoy your life no matter what. Thank you for tuning in to Vibrant Raw Living. Remember that you are just as worthy, deserving, and capable of achieving and maintaining your dreams as much as anyone else. If you have found this podcast useful, please subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud and share it with your friends and family. You can find links to my Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, and Snapchat in the show notes below. And if you'd like to follow me for updates, which I only share via email, come on over to my website at victoriamadian.com. I love you and I'm wishing you a wonderful day. Go out there and discover your infinite potential.
The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.